Kimberly Young, Assistant Medical Director for Hillside, and welcome to Reframe Children's Mental Health. Hillside's mission is to help children and families thrive by providing outstanding residential services and community mental health services. Our programs focus on the strengths of our kids and encourage the growth and improvement they need to navigate through life. Hillside provides specialized, cutting-edge mental health care and education to children and their families. At Hillside, our team of professionals not only provide treatment for those in need, but help families navigate and understand the mental health system and what type of therapy best suits the individual and their family. Hillside offers several different types of treatment services, including residential and day programs, which take place on campus. However, our intensive in-home therapy program takes a different approach. Our licensed therapists conduct sessions with the individuals and families in their home rather than in an office setting. This means they meet the children best suited for this type of therapy where they are. My name is Alexandra Turnage. I am a licensed professional counselor and certified professional counselor supervisor. My title is a program manager at Hillside. So intensive in-home therapy is a community-based service that we provide at Hillside that essentially provides four hours a week of individual and family therapy with the client and the family. We typically go twice a week for two hours each session, and the treatment is very individualized based on the client and family needs. So we will do individual sessions with the client. We will do family sessions with the client present, as well as parent sessions without the client present. So in order to identify if in-home services could be a good fit for your child, would be to look at all of the levels of care in the mental health field and kind of what services you guys have already tried. So typically with in-home services, we are a step below partial hospitalization or intensive outpatient, formerly known as PHP or IOP, and we're a step up from outpatient therapy. So that is typically where you see a therapist once a week in the community. And so the overall goal of our program is to help keep children and adolescents in the home with their family. So if your child is currently expressing things that could put them at risk of a hospitalization or a higher level of care, such as partial hospitalization or an intensive outpatient program, and you're looking to kind of keep them in the home, this would be a very good intervention to either prevent that from happening or on the other end could be a step down from a higher level of care. So if they've done inpatient hospitalizations multiple times or they've only been hospitalized once and they're looking at a step down service that's a little bit more intensive than just once a week therapy, or we also serve clients coming out of residential treatment or coming home from wilderness or a therapeutic boarding school. After doing some research, intensive in-home therapy seemed to be the best choice for parents Tamu and Stephen Lewis. With their daughter Naya in the midst of a mental health struggle, they hoped this type of therapy would be the solution they were looking for. My name is Tamu Lewis and I am Naya's mother. And I'm Stephen Lewis, 
Naya's father. My reason for reaching out to Hillside was because my daughter Naya was experiencing a crisis and had missed several days of school. And we were providing the traditional therapy where you go to the psychiatrist's office as well as uh, talk therapist as well. And it just didn't seem to be enough to help her move through the state that she was in. So I felt like we were in a crisis in terms of trying to figure out how to motivate her and help her navigate through the situation. So that's why we reached out to Hillside initially for the in-home therapy. Naya was facing a lot of depression and she was feeling unmotivated. So it was just um, a very difficult time for her because she was feeling unmotivated and depressed um, really about everything or life in general. She on most days just didn't feel like getting out of bed at all. So what made me choose in-home therapy is basically I was doing a lot of research online about um, different approaches and resources available when you had uh, when you have a child in a mental health crisis and in doing the reading and uh, going on Hillside's website and reading about the intensive in-home therapy and the fact that it included the family and not just the patient or the one in crisis It included the family and that they came to us in terms of you know where we are in our home in our uh, comfort zone in our own environment I felt like it was worth a try to see if that might be able to get through to Naya and also provide some additional guidance to Stephen and myself. Because she wasn't getting up out of the bed and because she seemed to be in a depressed state, bringing someone internally uh, seemed to be the most likely uh, option versus trying to get her, you know, get her up, get her dressed and take her outside. That if there was a resource that could come in, in her environment, in her context, then that might also just give us an additional set of uh, resources that we otherwise wouldn't have if we were just trying to, you know, take her outside the home. And so that type of uh, in-home kind of care, I think, is works really well in terms of doing the type of counseling within one's context. That's where a child spends a lot of their time within their home or even within their room or whatever. And so if we could find a resource like that that could come into into our home, uh, I thought that would just be a, an additional advantage. Christina, an intensive in-home therapist at Hillside, was assigned to Naya and her family. After some preliminary work, the treatment began. Tamu Lewis explains. So how the in-home therapy experience began for us and um, working with the therapist and her making a 
accommodations for Naya was that she she basically came in and she met with us initially as the parents. And um, I believe there was paperwork initially to try to get um, a background and a context for kind of what led us to that point that we were at at the time. So we discussed that and then what we would like to see as some uh, results from the process. And then the therapist, she would then meet with Naya individually, um, whether that would be you know in our office or if Naya was not um, not wanting to come out of her room, then Christina would go up to her room. And then after meeting with Naya, she would circle back to us as parents and basically debrief us or if there were any particular, uh, any feedback that Naya had for us um, and action items that we needed to take as parents, then, then Christina would go through that with us. And sometimes that debrief would include Naya as well. And she'd be able to share feedback or Christina would help her um, share feedback with us so we could figure out, you know, what we needed to do between that meeting and the next meeting. Although she was skeptical about in-home therapy and initially did not want to participate, Naya soon became comfortable with the experience and began to appreciate her therapist and the exercises they worked on together. My name is Naya Lewis and I am 19 years old. So the reason I was doing in-home therapy is because, well, I wasn't really given a choice at first. It was kind of who of brought to my attention that I would be doing it. Eventually, it started to make sense as to why I was doing it in the first place. And then as time went on, I started to like my therapist. I started to like what she was doing and her ideas. But at first I wasn't very fond of her. I was not very fond of the idea, but after I gave it some time, I actually tried it. Then that is when I realized that it's not, it wasn't all that bad. The experience began when um, my Therapist came to the house and I immediately was kind of on edge just because there was this random person coming who was going to be coming to my house now and that I had to do another therapy on top of DBT and on top of talking to my psychiatrist. So I was already not very happy with that. She started to get closer to me by or allowing herself to meet me where I was comfortable. And there have been some days where I was not comfortable going out of my bedroom. So she would, we would have our session for about five minutes in the bedroom. And once I got, I guess, more willing to move and like calmer and I wasn't as angry I would go down into the office with her so we can actually have our full session rather than just me moping around upstairs all day. 
she did not force me to do anything, which is how I started to become more comfortable with her. She understood that I was uncomfortable with certain things and she took that into account and she worked around it and worked with it in a way that would make me more comfortable. And I do think that as time went on, that also helped me get more comfortable with her coming to my house and doing these sessions with me, asking me about things that I like or I enjoy. And then she would help me or like we would have a session where we put that into some type of uh, exercise. One of the exercises we did was something called a mood wheel. So she would have this wheel and show me, and it would have like all these different words to describe like one word. So good would have excellent content and like maybe a few other words. And she would ask me to tell her how I was using this wheel. And that helped me because normally when people ask how I am, I always say I'm all right or I'm okay, or I'm good. So using that allowed me to see like, I can be good, but I can like not be content or I cannot be very like super happy, but I can just be okay. So it kind of helped me realize that there are a lot more words that I can use to describe how I'm feeling. And that really did help. Another exercise we did was we made a playlist for me, a music playlist for me for the morning time when I have trouble getting up and moving and when I was just like, I didn't want to go to school. And she would help me pick out some energetic songs that I liked listening to. And we would put that in one playlist and that was something that I really enjoyed because it was kind of a fun way to wake up. So I am glad that she does take fun things or like music and tries to make it fun, tries to make it an exercise and uses it to the client's advantage. She's very calm and her voice is very calm. So if I'm upset or if I'm not feeling it, then she's very like understanding, very calm about it. She's not like raising her voice. She's not yelling. So I feel like that did help me come to like her more. She asked me how I'm doing, which is I think another really good thing that uh, I feel therapists should do because it matters. And I know sometimes not all therapists will do that. So I do appreciate that she did that. She never forced me to do something that I didn't like. She always waited for me to be ready for doing an exercise or for going down to the office. So she would never straight up just say, we have to do it. She would let me take my time with doing it. 
And I do appreciate that. Naya's parents not only noticed the therapy having a positive effect on their daughter, but learned how to better communicate with Naya in the process. I feel like Christina working with my family as well helped with our communication. I've always been one to tell my mom about things that have been going on, but I would never like fully be able to talk about it like in detail. I would just say, hey, this is going on, but I don't really want to talk about it. So I think that it's gotten a little bit easier. It's definitely gotten easier to talk to both my mom and my dad about, hey, this is what's going on. This is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. So personally, I think that our communication has gotten better. You know, it could still use work, but I think overall our communication is really good after this session. At the completion of Naya's in-home therapy, Naya's parents were thrilled at the progress she made and hopeful for the future. Overall, you know, just the quality of family life was better. And, you know, like any parent who's worrying about their child and next steps or whatever, we had a game plan in terms of how to move forward in terms of next steps in her own kind of um, personal and professional journey. And I think, you know, that, again, those two things just boisters a better quality of life within the family. But it did minimize, the, I think, the anxiety that comes with parenting and thinking about your children and their future and next steps, that type of thing. Like, Christina really helped. Give us a, a, a game plan and improve the, the quality, I think, of family life in that regards. So I feel like the in-home therapy helped improve my confidence and just my overall like state of mind. Yes, I do DBT, but I feel like the extra in-home therapy uh, also played a factor in where I am today. And where I stand right now is I feel a lot more in control of my emotions. I have not uh, lashed out. I've not gotten super upset. And whenever something happens that I don't like, I always think about it in a calm state of mind because I just say to myself, what would upset do? Like, what would being upset do? So I just ask myself that. And if I cannot come up with a good answer, which I never do, then I will come at it from a more relaxed state of mind, calm state of mind and say, okay, this is what needs to happen and this is how I'm gonna do it. So I do feel like the in-home therapy did help with my confidence in uh, coming to terms with my emotions rather than fighting against them. I believe that it did help with getting through high school and the in-home therapy helped me with like deciding what I 
really want to do with my future. I originally did not think I would finish high school. I originally wanted to drop out because I thought it was too hard and I just was not feeling it. But I think that after some time, few sessions, um, talking to Christina about what's been going on and why I feel the way that I do about school, that I was really able to say, hey, it's not all that bad if I can get some help. So I believe that the in-home therapy did help shape my future in a way because I'm now in college going to pursue my dream of becoming a vet tech. So I do appreciate the help that Christina has given me in high school. And I appreciate what the in-home therapy does when they are concerned about your future and what you want to do with it. For Naya's mother, her passion for her daughter's well-being is echoed in her passion for mental health advocacy. She's the co-founder of the Lee Thompson Young Foundation, a nonprofit that focuses on erasing the stigma of mental illness. The Lee Thompson Young Foundation is a nonprofit that I co-founded along with my mom in 2014 after losing my brother, actor Lee Thompson Young in 2013. And he is most affectionately known as the famous Jet Jackson from the Disney Channel. And when he passed, he was actually filming Rizzoli and Isles and he was Detective Barry Frost on that TV show. But my brother suffered in silence with bipolar disorder. And that uh, happens to be the same diagnosis that my daughter Naya has. And since we created the foundation in 2014, we've been providing and promoting mental health education in schools and communities and organizations. So the whole uh, mental health industry and uh, the service providers and the professionals in the industry are certainly near and dear to my heart because of what I have experienced, um, you know, losing my brother to suicide and then parenting my daughter with bipolar disorder. And we have other fam family members who are impacted as well. So I'm always very happy when I see um, other organizations that are filling the gap and trying to reach people where they are. And it just helps us all to continue the work around not only providing the education and the services, but also continuing to try to normalize conversations around mental health so that people do not feel alone. I mean, we see a lot of statistics and you know sort of scientifically that you're not alone, but when you're in a crisis and um, yourself or when you're trying to support a loved one who's in a crisis, you oftentimes feel alone and you oftentimes feel as though 
no one else could possibly understand um, the pain and the struggle that you're going through. So I think it's really important to continue um, conversations like these on platforms like this in terms of podcasts and other platforms to just make it more normal to have these discussions so people can uh, reach out for help and not feel like they'll be judged or that they will lose, you know, opportunities in terms of employment and things like that. So thank you so much for allowing me to share a little about the Lee Thompson Young Foundation. Thanks so much for listening to Reframe Children's Mental Health. If you'd like to learn more about Hillside, the intensive in-home therapy program, and our other services, please visit our website at hside.org.